Broke Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Degenerate Derek Podcast. I'm your host, Derek. Welcome. Week two recap show plus Monday night preview, I guess, is what we call this show. Um, <laughs> you know, if you if you listen to Friday's podcast uh, where I gave out my picks, it was just one of those weeks. You know what I mean? I went 5-0. and oh, Yes. 5-0. and oh, We had a perfect week in week two. Usually I have a 5-0 and oh week. Yeah, I won maybe two a season. Uh, usually it doesn't happen within that first couple of weeks, but this year, you know, it did happen right away. I did get a little lucky, which is nice though, because I've had enough bad beats over my, you know, over my time. I deserve it. I deserve it to break my way every once in a while, like it did this weekend. And boy, did it. Boy, did it. Um, yeah, it was just an incredible week. I'm on a bit of a high from it, but I'm not going to sit here and pound my chest too much. It was just, it was nice. It was a nice weekend. I had, uh, I, just a quick recap, I had the Dolphins plus three and a half. Um, obviously looked like I was totally dead in that game, which I was. I absolutely was. Dolphins scored 28. 28 fourth quarter points to come back and not only cover the plus three and a half, but they won the game outright, which helped me because the Dolphins were actually my money line underdog play of the week too. So I even went, I went one and oh on that too. So I'm one and one on the underdogs for the season. Um, I'm seven, what am I? Seven and three. Yeah. Seven and three on the season. Picking 70%. No big deal. We're just in week two, but that was pretty, pretty badass to go five and oh that first week or that second week. I mean, uh, so yeah, I had dolphins plus three and a half. I had jets plus six and a half. Um, that one, it was crazy. They won the game, but it was, it wasn't a runaway for the Browns by any means. The jets were moving the ball. They were scoring points. It was possible I was going to lose that game, but the Jets score a late touchdown to cut it to within six. So I was good at that point. I was fine. Jets cut it to within six. I have six and a half. I'm on the other side of that. Jets onside kick it, get the ball back. Flacco throws a late touchdown. Basically, his time is expiring, I think, almost close to it. Whatever it was at the end of the game. Uh, Jets end up winning that one. They beat the Browns 31 to 30 which was nice because I had a Dolphins-Jets money line parlay in the mix there. Uh, Lions minus one and a half. They handled business against Washington just like I thought they would. Uh, I had the Giants minus one and a half against the Panthers. That was that was a gritty game, but the Giants did win by a field goal. And then my favorite pick was the Patriots minus one and a half. They win by three over the Steelers. That, that was a bit of a sweat. All my games except for I would say the Lions were a bit of a sweat. The Dolphins was unbelievable. That was just an unbelievable lucky, lucky win. That I had there, but I did go five and zero. Oh, okay, and you can't actually do better than that. You can't do better than every pick you give out on your podcast wins. I, I'm pretty sure I, I don't, I, I don't think you could do better than that. So the haters were pretty quiet this weekend. Okay, a little bit of people chirping me from week one. Uh, people are still chirping me a little for week two because they're just saying, "Oh, you got lucky, you got lucky." Which, yeah, I did, but. How many times do I get unlucky? Nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever sends me a fucking message where they're like, oh, man, dude, fucking tough break for you this weekend. You had those games, and then some bullshit happened, and you lost in the last second. Nobody ever says that when it goes your way. But when it comes your way, people just want to be like, you're lucky, you're lucky. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit lucky, but I had it coming. I had it coming because I put in the work, and I grind, and I put in the bets. Okay? I've had enough of those lose like that. It was time for me to win 
for once like that. So I'll take it though. Five and zero weekend. You know, I'm not sure anybody in the world did better than me this weekend. I mean, obviously, people made lots of more money than me this weekend for sure. Um, but nobody picked better games than than I did this weekend because I was I was actually perfect. I was literally. <laughs> I mean, I went 5-0, and and I even gave you a Moneyline underdog that went 1-0. I love a game tonight on Monday night. I'll get to that in just a second. Daniel, my boy, uh, he went 2-3, and three, which is, you know, he doubled his win total from week one, so you got to look at it that way. He is now, so what does that make him? That now makes him 3-7. and seven. So I'm 7-3, and three. Daniel's 3-7 and seven on the season, so he's picking 30%, I'm picking 70%. Daniel had uh, Seahawks plus ten. I would have liked that. I would have liked that pick if Trey Lance didn't break his ankle. But unfortunately for Daniel, San Francisco's starting quarterback broke their ankle. Which you would think, oh, he had the Seahawks plus ten. That would be a good thing for Daniel. It wasn't because uh, San Francisco's backup is way better than their starter, which is Jimmy G. Replaces Trey Lance. Uh, San Francisco goes on to do their thing. Gets an easy win over Seattle. Uh, Daniel had the Falcons plus 10 and a half. That was a winner for him against the Rams. Uh, Rams were blowing them out for a, a long time, but the Falcons made a late late charge, ended up covering the points in that one. Uh, Daniel started out with a loss on Thursday with the Chiefs, and then his other loss was the Ravens minus three and a half. So Daniel came close to having a, a winning weekend. He should have went three and two, but instead he goes uh, two and three. Hell, I mean, if if Jimmy G doesn't come in, Daniel might go four and one. If Jimmy G doesn't come in and the Ravens don't blow and give up uh, 28 points in the fourth quarter, but it didn't work out in his favor, so he did go two and three. That brings him to three and seven on the year. Again, me seven and three. So a good week two for me. Daniel doubled his wins from week one, so I guess an okay week for Daniel. I'm not sure how he feels about it. He's uh, again not here, uh, but he is my co-host. He just hasn't been on an actual podcast this year, which is kind of funny when you think about it. I'm like, what, four four podcasts in? Daniel hasn't been on one of them, but he is my co-host. So I'm not doing this alone, but I, I definitely am. Monday Night Football. What else do you I, – I mean, I guess I could go over some other shit in the week or that happened Tuesday. Cowboys. <laughs> you know, it's uh, that win was unexpected, you know, with Cooper Rush coming in, but Cooper looked good. Uh, the defense looked good. I thought they were going to blow the game there at the end. But uh, they don't. Cowboys hold it together. They get a late field goal to win the game. And Cowboys are 1-1, one one, which obviously with Dak being out, nobody thought, everybody thought we were 0-2 for sure. Especially with the Bengals. Bengals struggled week one against the Steelers. He thought they were going to come in and beat up on the Cowboys. Didn't happen. Cowboys get a huge win. I do believe Cooper Rush has now earned the right to be the starter for the rest of the season. All right? I mean, that's what happened with Dak, right? Dak came in, got a win, and people were like, oh, this is Dak's team now. All right. All right. You're just going to put Romo out and put Dak in? Okay, well, I guess we're going to do the same with Cooper Rush, aren't we? Huh? No, I'm just kidding, but not really. Cooper Rush, I believe in Cooper. Um, I feel like he's the starting quarterback for the Cowboys just moving forward. Probably going to bring us a Super Bowl. Wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Guy's that good. Just throwing darts out there. God, what a legend Cooper Rush is. Jesus, how lucky are we as Cowboy fans to have Cooper Rush. Colts are terrible. Um, Pisses me off because I had the Jags. I actually, I wish I could 
I would show you on my book that I have the Jags, but my handwriting is so awful that it would be embarrassing if I held this up. So I'm not going to do that. I had the Jags, and then I was talking to some people that also uh, bet on football like I do. And there were so many people that talked me off the Jags. So many. Because they were Jags are terrible. Jags are terrible. I'm like, but it's in Jacksonville. And I didn't think the Jags looked that bad. Um, Doug Peterson, you know, has proved he can coach. That's for sure. And uh, they get a big shutout win against the Colts. Colts get dominated. Colts are terrible. Feel bad for you if you're an Indianapolis fan. The Jets beating the Browns was Joe Flacco just slinging the ball out there. Incredible. The Dolphins obviously were the story of the day. That game was just unbelievable. Two had six tutties, 28 fourth quarter points. Buccaneer Saints game was a bit chippy like it usually is in New Orleans. Uh, Shout out to Tom, though. They did get it done. They beat the Saints 20-10. to That game was very boring, very boring. That game was like 3-3 for most of the game. And uh, just I I think there was some late scoring. Uh, I saw Mike Evans got into a fight. Mike Evans and Lattimore, like I want to see them on a Jake Paul card or something. You know what I mean? Like those guys need to get in there and duke it out. Mike Evans wants to beat the shit out of that dude. And I love it. I love when rivalries are that chippy. When you have, you know, a safety or whatever. I don't know. Is Lattimore a safety or is a corner? I don't know. I forget. But him and him and Evans have had a history of going at it. They go at it again this game, uh, which led to both of them being ejected. But the Saints are just awful. The Saints are not a good football team. The Bucks just dominated defensively. They dominated so much defensively that eventually their offense was able to keep up. But... Normally, any other game like that where the Bucks play as bad as they did on offense, they never win that game. But they did this week, so uh, Bucks moved to two and zero, get a big uh, division win early in the year. What else do we have? Um, the afternoon games were pretty boring, minus the Cowboys, the Broncos. I I, I don't know. I think the Broncos look like shit. I want to give the Texans some credit, but I just think the Broncos look like complete dog shit. But credit to the Texans. Texans are 0-1-1 on the season, but they are 2-0 against the spread. And what do we care about on this podcast? We care about what is your record against the spread. That's that's all I'm really concerned with. Bears-Packers, I, I did so well yesterday that I was just like, fuck it. And I threw 100 on the Bears money line. What a, I just set $100 on fire last night. But the Packers dominated the Bears. Oh, that Raiders-Cardinals game. Jesus. What a game that was. Kyler Murray is... Say what you want about him. I know there's people that believe in him. There's people that are really naysayers against Kyler Murray, but that kid's an athlete, and he does plays that are just incredible that nobody else could do. That scramble that he had at the end of the game, I don't even think he completed the touchdown, but just the scramble was just so awesome. Like, it was just – this guy was – he was going down, and nope, somehow he slips out of it, keeps the play alive, keeps Arizona alive. They end up scoring – they score a touch, late touchdown, get the two-point conversion as the time ran out. Go into overtime. They have the ball first. End up turning the ball over on downs. Raiders had it, have it. Hunter Renfro fumbles twice in overtime. Twice. First time they got it back. Second time they did not. Uh, Renfro fumbled it. Cardinals pick it up. Scoop and score like 60, 70 yards, whatever it was, for a touchdown. Game over. That game was exciting. Tonight, we have two football games. You want, to, you want to talk about exciting. There's two Monday night football games. You got the Titans and the Bills, which has potential to be a great game. And then you also have the Vikings and the Eagles. Let me look at what the line is right this second. 
Vikings, Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. Okay, so I'm all over the Vikings. I put that bid in er, way early in the week. Way, way, way early in the week. And uh, I'm riding it. I, I, I'm committing to it. A lot of people are trying to talk me out of it, trying to tell me the Eagles are better than I think they are, which they might be. But I just do believe the Vikings are that good. They have that many weapons. They're that good defensively. I don't know who's going to stop Justin Jefferson. I think Kirk's locked in. They got Dalvin Cook. They just have – the Vikings have a good, solid football team, and I'm getting plus points. I just like them. I really do. I don't know what else to say about the Vikings. It's only week two, so you don't really don't – even though I went 5-0 and this weekend, even though I'm obviously fucking killing it in the best, it's only week two, so you don't quite know how these teams are. But I'm putting it all in on the Vikings tonight. I'm going big. I love that game. Fade me, tail me, whatever. Just do it responsibly. There was one guy, man, he, he, he faded all of my picks yesterday. Every one of them faded the fuck out of me. And I'm just like, I mean, I definitely, don't get me wrong, I deserve to be faded at times. There's no doubt about that. You can't argue. I get cold and you want to fade the shit out of me and I don't blame those people at all. But this early in the season, you're already fading every one of my picks? Like, give me a break. Give me a chance. Like, just give me a chance. Let me know if, uh, find out if I'm going to have a bad year or not. Just sit back for a few weeks. And then, but I mean, based on one week one, I went two and three. And so then you fade all of my week two picks and I go five and oh, man, that fucking sucks. That's tough, but you deserved it. You should not have faded me that quickly. All right. That's fucking rude. Uh, but yeah, just one bet tonight on Monday night. I don't know what's going to happen to the Titans in the Bills game. Bills are, what are they, 10 point? Yeah, they're still, they've been. They've been 10-point favorites like all week, and I don't see that changing, obviously, as the game gets... It's not going to go up. It's not going to go 11-12. If anything, maybe it goes down a little bit. Maybe there's some late Titan money. It doesn't look like it, though. I don't know how you bet against the Bills, so I'm not going to, but I'm also not going to bet a 10-point favorite because that's just loser shit. Uh, But I will bet the Vikings. I will bet the Vikings plus 2.5 against the Eagles Monday Night Football. I like it, too, because... The first game kicks off at 6.15 on ESPN, and then the second game kicks off at 7.30 on ABC. So it's not like one game ends. Because I think they did that a couple years ago where they started the first game at like 5, and then the second game kicked off at like 9 or something like that. Nope, not tonight. You go 6.15 and a 7.30 kickoff. So we'll have, at one point, we'll have both games going at the same time. Pretty exciting. Monday Night Football. I'm excited about I really, I couldn't tell you. I feel so good about this Vikings bet, I might cry if they lose, especially because, you know, I picked up a couple grand this weekend since I went 5-0, and and I'm, instead of cashing it out, I'm putting that whole some bitch on the Vikings. I'm playing with house money, so, you know, be careful. Bet responsibly. I'm betting responsibly because it's not my money, it's the house's money. So, but I'm going to bet all of it on the Vikings. All of it. Not my money, though, it's the house money, but I'm betting all of it. Vikings plus two and a half. My favorite pick. My favorite pick of the year. This is my game of the year. This is my game. I don't know if I want to call it that, but I just did. But yeah, so great week two. I don't want to, I'm not going to sit here and again, pound my chest too much about it. It was, I, I was, the ball bounced my way. There's no doubt about that. Can't argue it. So, you know, I'm going to be humble about it. 
I'm trying to be humble about it. I did go 5-0, and which I just want to be like, fuck you to everybody. I just want to be like, suck it. Suck this dick. Suck this 5-0 and dick. But I'm not. I'm not going to tell everybody to suck this 5-0 and dick. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be humble about it. I'm going to focus on the Vikings plus 2.5 tonight, and I'm going to move on to week 3. All right? I hope you guys have a great Monday night. Good luck. I'll be back Friday for week three picks, okay? You guys take care. Bet responsibly, all that good shit, you know? All right, I'm out. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously, The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.